You know, people think I talk too much and I say too much and I reveal too much information about pinball companies. So let's start out this show by not talking. Well, I already did talk, but let's play a little music for a minute. This is a little treat for all of you out there who are excited for Guns N' Roses. This is a Guns N' Roses song that was never released. It's called Oklahoma. And I think it's one of the coolest guitar instrumental riffs I've ever heard from GNR. But here's the thing. There's no Axl Rose singing on it yet. This song, this is crazy. This song was recorded 20 years ago and Axl Rose never released it at all. It didn't make it onto Chinese Democracy. I think this would have been one of the best rockers on Chinese Democracy. So let's enjoy Oklahoma for about a minute. Then we're going to hear the intro music. And then I'm going to give you a big surprise on a game I know you all love that is coming back. Ladies and gentlemen, the Guns N' Roses song, The World Never Knew, Oklahoma. song. It's unbelievable to me that Axl Rose just couldn't, just couldn't feel good about so much of the great music that the people around him were creating. And and he, I think he got insecure and, and just made an album that felt like all over the place. But anyway, on this episode of Canadian Spinball Podcast, let's put a little bit Let's close the door a little bit on the last couple episodes because I've been getting a lot of feedback. I've been hearing from people. Some people think I told a one-sided story. And and look, I think the reason of the, of the last few podcasts is very simple. I just wanted to answer some of the questions people have been having for a very long time. Questions about what's happening over at Jersey Jack, questions about the move to Chicago, questions about why Pirates of the Caribbean is not being remade. I think we just got a lot more clarity on what's happened over there, the dynamic of the company. Now, something I, I know I didn't say very much of, and, and I, I know we focused on some of the issues more than some of the advantages of some of these moves and some of these decisions. And I, I just want to say for the record, without Leonard helping out, there is no Jersey Jack pinball. And I've heard from many people out there that Leonard Abbas is an amazing man, and he's a very generous man, and he's a very kind man. And I heard that from a lot of people like Joe Newhart, who really are great judgments of character and people. So there's that. And look, Pat is Pat, and you all know who Pat is, and we've known this for years. There's nothing completely new there. I think the main takeaway is that it's just an entirely new team they want to build in Chicago, and the people that you love from New Jersey are not along for the ride. And we'll hear more as this goes on, but ultimately, the products are going to be what what most people interact with. The products are going to be what most people are going to respond to, and I said it. 
if they make these products great, I think people are not really going to care as much as they might let on about all the behind the scenes politics. They're just going to want these great machines. Now, I also think there's a lot of great people that should be working in pinball that might not currently have jobs in pinball. And that's the other thing. We just want to see these people land back in the industry and back with companies so they can provide all of the great skill sets they have and they can remain as part of the community. And I think everyone agrees. And I want to thank people for, for contributing to the Butch Peel thread on Pinside, okay? So thank you everyone who's been sharing your great stories about Butch. All right, so what's the news? There's, so Canada's going to give you guys something really exciting. It's, it's a story that's kind of strange. I'm trying to figure out all the different dynamic elements of it. But I'll tell you, there is a game coming back that I think is going to excite a lot of people. I'm still kind of confused how it's coming back, and you'll, you'll see what I mean, but I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys know. Before we get there, any other news items in pinball? We're still all on the lockdown. Everyone's dealing with COVID-19 differently. Some states like Georgia are opening up next week kind of crazy all the data says that's a dodo move um, but here's the thing here's the thing there's a great story on this week in pinball in terms of jeff interviewed all these different people in the pinball industry about how they are making it through this time and i would definitely recommend you read that if you haven't and here's the thing no matter who you are whether you're american or deep root or stern everyone's sort of in the same boat Everyone is waiting and seeing when they can get back to work. Now, I will say this. I think I've been 100% wrong in terms of pinball sales and how this will impact the market. And what I mean, I don't mean 100%. I think what's going to happen is this. I think location sales and operator sales are going to flatline completely. But home sales are going to be just fine as more and more people are going to look to put new things into their houses. And more and more people are going to see home entertainment spike like never before. I'm going to make sure my home theater is where it needs to be. I'm going to make sure that I can entertain myself and my family with what's in the house versus going out for that entertainment. Because remember, as much as the people are going to be hurting financially, as much as people are going to take hits in the stock market, as much as the recession will, will pull a blanket over us all financially, the other part is this. People are not spending money on vacations. They're not traveling. They're not getting in their car as much. A, a lot of people will be saving a lot of money because that money is normally allocated to things like season tickets, to vacations, to clothes, to cars. Like you can't even go buy really new cars because the dealerships are closed. So, you know, see what I'm saying? But if we get to the point where you can order pinball machines and they can be delivered safely, if new games come out over the next few months, I think they're going to be uh, very sought after. And I think there is going to be high demand for whoever can get their games back on the line and moving. Now, we know Stern Pinball has the absolute advantage in that. When they flip the switch and they turn on manufacturing, Jersey Jack Pinball is a company in transition. We know they're not going to have the line ready to go on day one. Stern Pinball will have the line ready to go on day one. American Pinball is ready with Hot Wheels. Uh, the Chicago Gaming Company has a ton of Medieval Madness Royal Editions just waiting to go out. Spooky Pinball is just waiting to get Rick and Morty out to people. So, you know, Dutch Pinball is still in production. So it's going to be a race to get the stuff out. Now, Deep Root, the, to me, they're the ones I'm like, Deep Root, really? Because Texas is going to turn before most other states. We know that because, you know, when you live in Texas, don't mess with Texas. We can, you know, it's like this Chuck Norris mentality. It's cool. Let them open up. Let them open up. Get Deep Root going again. 
And I think Deep Root really needs to get Raza off the ground right away. We they can't wait. Like if they wait, it's it's just it's just I I don't know. This is the moment. I keep saying this. This is the moment for Deep Root to. They should just reveal Raza and get the orders locked. R Robert should just tell us he's going to make this many, lock them in, get people locked in with non-refundable deposits, and make the game. Now you can't ask for a lot of money. Can't do like a big pre-order thing because people will just be nervous if it takes months and they got to get these games made, all right? So what else is going on in the news? So we saw the image of George Gomez doing a Zoom call with his programming staff and in that Zoom screen where there was like 16 people he was talking to, we saw Dwight Sullivan and in the background of Dwight Sullivan was a Ninja Turtles back box. So was that confirmation that Dwight Sullivan will be coding Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? It sure looks like Ninja Turtles back box. It sure looks like Zombietti's art package, you know, with he uses a lot of purples and and pinks and and blues. You know, I don't I don't even I can't even say that many. But you know, you know the Zombietti like sort of color palette. It's it's right there and it's definitely not a Ninja Turtles poster on the wall because you can tell where the Ninja Turtles logo is in that little sort of area. There's there's no way that would be a poster. So I heard people being like, no, like Dwight, why? Like people who want this title to be amazing are almost like disappointed that Dwight is doing the code. And here's the thing. I understand people's pain around Dwight being the coder of the game. He hasn't really, he hasn't really had a lot of love over the last few titles. And I think the most, for the most part, what makes people anxious is that he doesn't really finish games. He he lets people hold on for a long time and, and they don't really get the polish that they want in the code itself. And I think people were hoping it would be the coding team from Deadpool. It feels like they were up next. I hope, I hope they're not being put on heavy metal instead of Ninja Turtles. But this is just Stern's approach. I just always feel like, who's got time? You go on it. And we know that Munsters has been sort of forgotten. So as much as... We think that it's not Dwight's time to be back on a game. I don't really think Munsters has much work for him to do because I think they've sort of said, we're not going to sell any more Munsters, forget it, cut bait, move on to the next game. And also we know that when it comes to Dwight has worked with Zombie Yeti before on Ghostbusters. And so it, it, it's, it's two-thirds of that team back together again. All right, so Dwight Sullivan on Ninja Turtles. We, we fully expect to see Ninja Turtles immediately once this sort of shutdown ends. We, we were going to get the game end of March, early April, so we will see that game soon. What else is going on in the pinball news? Not much, right? Not much. The other thing I keep seeing, and I'm just like, no, please don't turn this club thread into a woodworking shop, is the Rick and Morty thread. Have you been in this thread lately? It's just like, I, I just cringe every time I see people taking this game apart to move railing so that it aligns with the upper flipper and you have to re-drill holes and move this and move that. Nobody, and I mean nobody, wants to take their game apart like that. This, I hate seeing club threads turn into woodworking shops on how you have to make all of these adjustments to the game. I'm sorry. 
But if there are adjustments that are necessary, whether it's the the two screws to remove, I think people are fine with that. But we know Spooky's gonna make those adjustments. If there's a new adjustment that needs to be made with the upper right flipper in terms of making the rail sort of bend into the flipper versus sitting above it too much, then that adjustment needs to be made at Spooky Pinball before more games go out. Now, maybe this is good news that there's a delay so Spooky can see that and make those changes but I don't wanna to have to do any of those changes. Those are not normal pinball adjustments when you get a new game. A normal adjustment is plugging a cable in, fixing a light that might have fallen out. Simple things like that, not removing railings and drilling holes. You never wanna tell someone you just bought an eight to $9,000 toy, get out your drill, okay? So something this is, I'm going to close this short episode of Canada's Pinball Podcast with some exciting news for everybody out there. I know we've been doing these exposés and we've been doing what's going on at JJP. So I thought all of you could use a little reason to smile as you go into your weekend. This to me is sort of like a dream thing to hear. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to introduce this, the return of this game with a big asterisk and caveat that there are so many details of this I don't really know. And the more I hear about what they're doing and what the plan is, the more questions I have. But before I talk about it, let me just tell you right now, the game that I am hearing is going to come back with an all-new art package, with all-new sculpts, with a section of the game that was once just flat plastics is now going to come up out of the play area with 3D sculpted beauty. And the person who's working on this I'm here is, is one of the guys that makes one of the most beautiful products and sculpts within the pinball world. So let me tell you right now, and I'll share for you in an audio way, the game that is coming back in limited edition numbers, and it's gonna look better than it ever has before. Are you ready for it? I think you're all gonna really grab your wallets once you hear this music playing. Everybody, here you go. I don't know about you, but that just almost brings tears to my eyes when I hear the Lord of the Rings music. And there's something about this film. There's something about the music. And there's something about this game that still, after all these years, still holds up to the test of time. Special effects might get better. Internet technology, LCD screens, it doesn't matter. The magic of those movies coming back in pinball, and it's going to look better than ever. So here's what I know. Here's what I know. And it's not a tremendous amount. So take this with a grain of salt. But 
I found something interesting on this man's Instagram page. He had an image of a blurred out playfield that was clearly Lord of the Rings. And his name is the pinball, the art of pinball, Lior Rajwan. I, I think I'm pronouncing that so wrong. L-I-O-R-R-A-J-W-A-N. Now, this guy makes incredible incredible molds and he's an incredible artist i think he's the most talented guy in the pinball mod world by far he's only got 121 people following him and that's why i think most people miss this image he put up and nobody really paid attention to it but there it is and right next to his instagram image of the playfield is his lord of the rings game with new artwork on it and it looks phenomenal and so what does this mean this means this game is coming back with an all new art package now here's the part that's confusing to me this game isn't coming back as a stern vault edition right now this game is being made by somebody else who has permission to re-release the game with an all new art package i'm not sure who that is i know the game i hear is being manufactured in america or is being put together in America. And I'm hearing that there will be 50, 50 limited editions available in the first run. Now, it might be more than that. The other thing I'm hearing is that Stern may re-release this. And this is, again, these, this is the information where I need you all to take it with a grain of salt. Stern may re-release this at 200 LEs a year. So they might only make 200 LEs of Lord of the Rings each year. Now, if you think about that, that might actually be a really smart strategy to say every year we're only going to make 200 limited edition Lord of the Rings. and Because then you could make over five years, you would sell out all 200 of those and you'd make a thousand new ones, make them all look special and better, but don't over flood the market by releasing so many on day one because I think that would be a really cool thing to do now so this is so exciting like I literally told this guy I was like look I don't I, he didn't really give me much details but I said take my money now it's a take my money now kind of game for me if we can get a Lord of the Rings with a better art package and better sculpts I still think this is Stern's best pinball machine of all time I get the ball times are long I don't care if you have one pin in your home if you have one pin in your home, I think Lord of the Rings is the best pin to have. It really is, especially for guys like me that are not great at pinball. I don't mind there being long ball times because you can actually see so much of the game. But where this game really shines, and you know this, everybody knows this, and Zach Manny and I were talking about this on my Facebook Live. The most important thing that makes a pinball machine special, and we talk a lot about toys and art and everything no what really makes a pinball machine special and worth owning is that pinball machine has magical moments and the magical moments are are these these experiences with the machine in which everything comes together in a beautiful concert of mechanical things happening with the music with the lights with the sound with the callouts and i don't think any game out there has more magical moments in it than Lord of the Rings. It has the greatest magical moments. And it was coded by Keith Johnson, and he knows how to make those magical moments happen. And even after all these years, this game came out 16 years ago, there is not a single pinball machine I've seen 
that has as many magical moments and it brings the magic of the movie to life. And that's the other thing too is I think what Lord of the Rings does so well is that the movie's magical and then the moments in the game are magical. And you see so many of those magical moments every time you play it. And that is why I think if this thing comes out sometime soon, you are going to see a frenzy of activity to get one of these games. Now, I I will give you more details on this as I find them out, but that is happening. This is happening, people. I know the work is going on right now. The artwork is being done. The sculpts are being done. This isn't, Canada's going to be wrong. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And you heard it here first. So when you go to Pinside and you go to your other pinball forums and you other podcasters, Dennis Creasel, remember, it's pronounced Canada, said Lord of the Rings is coming back with an all new art package, all new play field, all new everything, all new sculpts, but it's based on the Stern game. That's as much as I know right now. It's coming back in limited edition format. And this pinball artist from overseas is working on it and is doing the art package. Take that, run with it, take all the credit, give Canada no credit. This has been Canada's Pinball Podcast. Have a great weekend, everybody. <laughs>